Hey, coming up on your favorite podcast, Dr. Derek has dropped by uh, yet again to uh, share his wisdom on a myriad of topics. We got a, a pretty robust agenda coming up today on our Shoot the Breeze session, talking a little bit uh, about his holiday, a little bit about New Year's, a little bit about home repair, a little bit about fantasy football. Uh, we're going to cover a whole bunch of stuff today. It's going to be a pretty interesting one, as it always is with Derek. So he's going to join us, and we are going to chop it up here for about an hour plus today. Hope you enjoy it. Happy New Year. Uh, as you get into this pod, you're going to get into the new year. You're going to get excited. There's a lot of football, a lot of stuff going on today, and uh, we will get into all of that. So that's next with Dr. Derek on the pod. You take the good, you take the bad, you take them both, and there you have them. Facts of life, facts of life, facts of life, facts of when's the time you got to go and show you're growing. Now you know about the facts of life, facts of the facts of life, when the world never seems to be living up to your dreams, and suddenly you're finding out the facts of life are all about you, all about you, you. Oh, man, I do miss that guy from Scrubs, don't you? Uh, hello, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. I'm Tim. And that over there on the other side is my guy, Dr. Derek Rickard. Derek, how are you, my friend? It's been a while. Good to have you back on the pod. I'm, I'm upright and trying not to be tired. Other than that, you know, I'm pretty good. Yeah, we're trying this whole early pod morning thing, uh, but I, I can get down with it. It's all good. It's all good. Uh, it's uh, I, feel, I feel fresh in the morning, actually. I've had my cup of coffee. I'm, I'm ready to go. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> no, I haven't had any. I've, yeah, no. I'm, yeah. I have nothing to add. You have nothing to add. Nope. It's going to make this an interesting podcast. Well, go ahead and uh, you can even get louder into that microphone. Crank it up if all you right. have to. Let's uh, first of all, I got to wish you the best of luck this weekend. Uh, you are in my fantasy football league's championship for the first time. I know this was a big deal for you uh, because uh, you had been kind of the the hard luck loser over the last handful of years in the league. You've burst on the scene this year with a huge season, and you are a mere potentially day away from being the fantasy football champion uh, for 2022. How does that, uh, I mean, come on now, let's hear your, let's hear your excitement about it. I feel pretty good, especially after Thursday night, how I ended up with that. That felt pretty good um, with two players and scoring combined better than I thought they were going to. So that made me feel good that going into the final, I tinkered with my lineup though. And that always makes me nervous. So well, we shall see. You, I, I feel like, need this championship. I feel like there's something, um, like, I, I feel like it's a quest. I feel like it's been, like, three or four years in the making for you or five years in the making. Like, you, you it's been a mission to win this championship. Uh, I, I guess we, gotta, we have to ask. I, I mean, you can't put the cart before the horse here. I understand that. But if you win it, where do you put this in the is this does this cap does this make 2022 perhaps the greatest year of your life huh. um, <laughs> i mean in the grand scheme of things if if fantasy football is that like that big in your mind like that that's uh not that sad yet like i love playing fantasy football and if we win a championship like i'm happy and excited like it feels good but like 
that won't make or break my year. It'll it'll be nice. It's a nice little added piece to it. So especially when the the other fantasy league that I'm in and I run, I did a lineup tinker that cost me my chance to be in the championship. Watching, uh, not thinking, say a guy named Gardner Minshew was going to be able to throw or want to throw to Devonta Smith. I took him out of my lineup, Devonta, and I was like, after the week, I went, oh, if he would have stayed in my lineup, I would be in that championship too. I'm going home. <laughs> so, what? But like, what? Why do you do this to yourself? Because you always say this to me. You say, you know, if I just wouldn't tinker with the lineup, you know, if I just would do this or that or whatever. You do this to yourself all the time. Why do you do this? I only made one tinkering this last time. Um, I do perseverate too much. So I'll, I'll go read like every, the amount of ranking systems I go check out and try to like average it out is insane. And I shouldn't do that because whatever. But also I don't like, I'm not a homebody, but I have, you know, a family and kids. So I don't go out anymore. So it kind of replaces that if that was for lack of a better term, I guess. So I just like look at stuff. Like in, in your league, I decided, hey, Jacksonville is playing really well defensively for the last four weeks. So I snagged them because the Jets have done squat like the last three weeks. And then they just said, I listened to that uh, fantasy football podcast, and they just said that the Jaguars might sit their starters at halftime. And I'm like, oh, oh, great. Defensive ones too. And I'm like, oh, great. So maybe this isn't the wise. But then they might not. But then I'm like, well, why don't, I don't know. Those things like bug the crap out of me. So. We'll have we decided that the 17th game has added very little? I mean, we're like, what are we, two to three years into this now? Three years into 17 weeks or two years? Realistically, the only thing I like about it is it gives us one more week of fantasy football, one more week to pay attention to it. That's the only thing I like about it. From a player's standpoint, I think it's terrible. Like how many people are, players are banged up right now and injured. I don't know. I'll also yeah. think about this. Like I'm watching all the high schools, um, at least where we live start to make sure they all have uh, AstroTurf or turf fields. And now you're watching all the NFL players saying, and the stats are there, like there are more knee and ankle injuries on those turf fields than there are on grass fields. And the yeah, but they're playing on the, grass. That they're playing on different kinds of turf fields and they want grass fields that are manicured and maintained for them daily, weekly. Yeah. Like you, you can't get a high school to do that. Trust me. Like the, oh, the no, turf I, move I, at the high school level is I way the think, best move. I think though, if you check out the, the stats, the amount of like torn ACL type deals happen way more often on turf fields than they do on grass fields. Yeah. Tell that to uh, Caliak Manis over at uh, the university of Minnesota and that horrible field they just played on at Yankee stadium. Oh yeah. You know, you, that made, I mean, seriously, that's one of the worst fields I've ever seen in my life. Like, what are they doing? That was a grass. I'm just saying a poorly well, that, manicured I mean, grass field yeah, will do it to you a, too. That's not even a football field. Like that, whoever was organizing or running that bowl should be fired or, well, I should, I don't want to fire anybody. Should be. I was going to say, you're really quick to take to people's jobs say, away. Hey, you know what? You can't do that. Like if you're going to say, we're going to play a football game here, you have to have this in football condition, football shape. It or is a football team's got to be good enough that you don't play. Well, first, what are you doing game like, in the northern part of the country? Do you really want to go play? I mean, I get it's Yankee Stadium. Do you really want to go play a bowl game in Yankee Stadium in January, like late December? No, most, I mean, no. Most teams want to play somewhere in the uh, southern half of the United States where it's warmer. Or at least if I'm going to go somewhere like Detroit, like put me in a dome where at true. least I get a you know no, a warm true. field to play on. I mean, true. good God, that's All horrible. Right. Play the thing at MetLife Stadium. At least it's a football field. Didn't they even have one at Fenway Park? No, that's the outdoor, the winter. They're going to play ice hockey at uh, at Fenway Park uh, tomorrow, which is, uh, 
I know that's very exciting for you. I know you can't wait. Um, for... I don't mind hockey. I just bought a hockey jersey, believe it or not. Really? Yeah. I like that wild reverse retro look a lot. I do too. And I do Macy's too. Macy's had one on had one in their little lid section. And the last time I missed out and I bought it and I sat there going like, I haven't been to a wild game probably now in four years, which might be the only time I wear it. But I got like 60 days to return it. So I'll just keep it in the bag and think how about do it I, a little longer. You know, how do I get back into hockey? I've tried so hard. I really have. Like I, I just, my, we, I'll say this. We were at a poker game the other, or like two weeks ago and the wild were on and I swear all the guys got distracted because they kept turning their head to watch the wild game. And I'm like, can we just play cards guys? Like seriously, who cares? Like it's the same. Like I've called a million hockey games. I've watched a million hockey games. It's all the same stuff here. I mean, what's unique about this? Uh, they're like, dude, it's, it's amazing. We almost scored on that goal. Yeah. Almost scored on that goal. Yep. That's, uh, that's what we're getting excited about. Like, let's yeah. calm down. And then when they score a goal, it's like, I mean, like we just discovered, you know, electricity or we just struck oil or something like that. Like it's the, they shout, they yell, it's uncontrolled excitement. And I'm jealous because I wish I could be that excited. I don't know why I can't. I'm trying. I'm really trying. Hockey live is better. I like watching that in person on TV. I don't get into it, but if you get me to a game, I really enjoy it. And let's see. Um, Oh, and the playoffs, if they get to the second round, I do get into it quite a bit, even if I'm watching it on TV, but before that, I mean, I didn't grow up with the sport. That's part of the reason Yeah, I'm not so into it. I was in a basketball community. And so I would, but a small town basketball community is where it's at. Isn't it, Derek? I mean, is there anything better than that? Yes. No. Um, (laughs) uh, The, uh, I got a joke about that too. I'm just thinking like Hoosiers, right? You just you think of the whole town shutting down and getting on a bus and going yeah. somewhere for a game. Maybe there's not a lot where I grew up. Again, I think we talked about this. There's not a lot of entertainment options. So, like, if your basketball team is good, you will. Uh, yeah, it was the high school gym. basketball game or the strip club, but the strip club wasn't exactly. We, uh, we, we didn't. Uh, we didn't have one of those either. Um, didn't have a house of ill repute. Not not a legal one that I'm aware of. Um, <laughs> the uh, no. Um, <laughs> Derek's yeah, no, thinking. He's like, well, you know, the Johnson like, uh, house down the road was a little bit questionable at times, but. Oh, uh, yeah. Who oh, yeah. knew? We don't know why all those people were walking in and out of that one house. No. Yeah, no, it's it's definitely different, but I haven't been to like uh, a school in the area where it's really known for basketball. I haven't been to one of their games to see what that gym's like. I'm sure that's crazy too. Larger school, but like the small town thing is just different because it's, uh, it's a community event because, hey, that's something to watch for entertainment. Have you uh, uh, have you been back to the old town to watch no, uh, to watch? Moved away from there when I was in college, so I rarely go back. You the rarely only time you... I went back was for that other fantasy football league I was in. He was uh, the commissioner of that league mandated that we were all there in person. So I would drive back the two uh, two hours and fifteen minutes just to draft a football team and then turn around and go the other way, <laughs> or I'd get there a little early and hang out a little bit or try to visit people. But I went one year. I went to the Played golf on the golf course. They really early played golf on the golf course, then went to the fantasy thing. There you go. We're yeah, going to go back yeah, to a live draft next year, by the way. Language. What's this that? all comes back to next year. This all comes back to our fantasy draft. We're, it all, we're back live next year. You know that. I think we're going to go back live to a draft next year. But you're still going to do the, the online thing, right, with the ESPN, but we're all on our laptops? We could do that. I mean, I don't hate that. Speed. It would help with speed, but you know, I just want us all to be together. I think that's a good thing. I don't mind doing the live thing. 
Like we can do it in person. I don't mind. I'll do the extra work. It's fine. It's fine. And then if everything's fine. The championship, then Jesse can stop ripping on me at the draft. Well, he um, should stop ripping at you anyway. I think he means it in good fun. By the way, he it's all in good fun, and nobody's malicious about it. Except for when we picked on Sean for taking uh, Dak Prescott as a keeper for nine bucks. That was the only guy who got the real. Oh, yeah. He got the horns at the draft this year. That was the guy who got it this year. That was tough. So you were good, Derek. You were yeah. good. Oh, I stumbled onto most of my team this year. It wasn't my plan, and it worked out. And I got no qualms. I'm guessing that happens more often than not, though, in these situations. Maybe so. We have a very robust agenda here, Derek. Very robust. We got a lot of stuff to get to. Really quick about the the small town, small community. I was thinking about this yesterday. So the uh, the school that became the elementary school that I went to is being torn down as we speak. Wow. So the, that school passed a referendum. They, they're building the elementary school like into the high school. So it'll be a separate building, but they're going to be attached. Connected um, by a hallway. Yeah. Basically. I kind of like that. So it looks, it looks, the new school looks cool, but then the two, the outer towns don't have a school building in their town anymore. So where I grew up, they won't have a building in their town anymore. I, some people are sad about it, but I was reading, um, the alumni of the town I grew up in their Facebook feed and I'm laughing. Some of them saying like their time there was the best time in their life. And why I'm laughing is like, that's the best school, blah, blah, blah. And the way they write their sentences without periods, without page breaks, I'm like, yep, you learned a lot there, didn't you? <laughs> like, I sat there like thinking about how mean I could be. I'm like, not to be mean, but like, it is funny. Like the run on and like, if you would read it back, you couldn't read it back. I mean, you could, your brain can pick out what they're trying to say, but you couldn't read it because there's like no sentence structure of any kind in there. And I'm like, yep. Yep, well, school, they did. Uh, school was your thing. I can tell. Uh, let's be very clear. They didn't say that English was their favorite part of the high school <laughs> True. experience. True. They just said high school was the best time of their life. That True. could apply to a myriad uh, number of things, right? That could, uh, the you know, keggers, houses yeah. of ill repute, you know, oh, you man. name it. <laughs> yep. All uh, right. Where's your agenda? Let's Here we go. go. Well, let's, let's first, see. we got to do a little, I want to send out a little preview statement for uh, everybody. Like Derek is going to be on the pod a little bit more often uh, this year. And we've always been trying to get him on a more. He's, his schedule is always what gets in the way. It's always your fault. It's not my fault. Uh, it's it's all you. It is um, hard with two young children's. I know, I'm, but have you, I don't know if you hear the football pod. I'm balancing that every week. Ryan's got his newborn who's crying every week on the pod. You got you got Zach with the two young youngins that are crying every week on the pod. He's got a dog and he's got older kids too. It's like good God. And then I got I got Ty, whose mic barely works half the time, you know. And it's it's just it's a whole lot. We got a lot going on here. We I, we I, you can do this. I believe in you. Well, but we we'll think try. we've. We think we have finally found the formula for Top Rope Radio. Um, uh, and I also, you know, I could be that like that special attraction like Andre the Giant that only shows up in your town like once every couple months and, you know. Does a couple, three, four moves, sits on somebody, moves. gets out. Yeah, it's kind of sound, it summarized my life right there. <laughs> that, that summarizes your wrestling kind of, your kind of your one wrestling match you were in. You're like, okay, I got three moves. I'm going to execute so, these three really well, and that's I it. Want, I wanted to do more moves, but that's what the other dude was a-okay with. So. I would, Yeah, well, I would have loved it if all of a sudden you're like, oh, no, dude, trust me. I'm, I'm well-trained, and all of a sudden you're ripping hurricane ranas with people and, uh, you know, trying to, you know, bust out like a Japanese arm drag, you know, something like that. That would have been – there's some good stuff there. Yeah. Uh, so Top Rope Radio is going to make a return in 2023, and 
We kind of like it because I think what we're going to do is take a take on our Peak Cinema podcast where we review it, we give background, we break it down, we present some awards based on each pay-per-view or wrestling pay-per-view or event that we want to watch. So like we might watch an episode of Saturday Night's Main Event, come back, and we're going to break it down. We're going to hand out some awards. That's what's going to be the fun thing for Derek and I. So the first thing we have, we have to figure out is what's the first one we're going to go do? We've talked about this a little bit behind the scenes. Do we want to start from big a big place? Do we want to start from a more timely place? Where do we want to go? And, uh, you know, I'm still up in the air on this. But you are the historian. So it's all about what you want to do. If we started in January, do we have to go Royal Rumble? Do we, do we start small and work our way up? What do we do? Oh, and the Royal Rumble might be my favorite pay-per-view of all of them. I don't know. There's just something about it that's extra fun. We could do a Royal Rumble literally every two, three months and have no problems doing that. Like, uh, I enjoy the Royal Rumble as well. That'll be one of those that I absolutely will watch uh, this year. So we'll have to talk about that. But that's Top Rope Radio. That's coming back in 2023. I know Dr. Derek's very excited. I am as well because, let's just face it, uh, once the football season's over, I'm dying for content. You know, Ty and I talk some golf occasionally. Uh, but we could always use more content. And Derek and I are not exactly going to run an XFL pod in here, are we? I mean, I don't know how excited you are for that. But I think me, neighbor, and uh, Zach might. You know, I've asked them about that already. They're kind of kind of lukewarm on that. I got to be honest with you. I tried in the last iteration of the XFL. We ran a little mini fantasy football league on that. COVID ruined that for you. I'm sorry. A little bit. Um <laughs> Well, it ruined it all. No, what ruined it was I was surprised, honestly, that there weren't more stat services that catered just to that. There was one random site ran by some guy, and it became kind of a jumbled mess. So I had to count on that for scoring of the individual players, but then I had to keep things on a spreadsheet, like old school fantasy football to do it. And it was a little challenge. It was long story, but the it was challenging. I, I know that, like, I'm sure getting that all set up isn't a very cheap thing to do, like to get those players' names and stuff in. I'm guessing they'll wait and see if this league has got some legs before someone tackles that, like Yahoo or ESPN. Well, the good news is ESPN's running it, so I would have to feel like ESPN would be fully invested in it this year, don't you think? Yeah, no, I think that's a possibility. I don't know, but I don't know what, like you said, like we know a lot of people who love fantasy football that are just not interested in trying it. I kind of liked what the XFL was doing, though, prior to the COVID shutdown. Like, I love hearing the coaches call the plays. Um, I, I really like some of the things that they were doing. So I'm rooting for it. I want it to work because uh, I'm excited to – not that I need – and again, everybody's like, well, it's bad football. I'm very aware of that. Like, couldn't be more aware that it's not great football. But it is football, and it is something to watch every week, and, you know – sometimes you know that's what's on and you just watch it and it's okay like like i'm i'm all right with that being there there's a place for it it just needs to be marketed well and it needs to be a good product and hopefully a decent enough product and things like letting hearing the coaches call plays those kinds of things are fun for me that'll keep me engaged yeah no i get that and now that the nfl is a little bit involved in this project too as using it as a developmental site i think will be helpful for them we'll see I agree. I had one friend who was big into football in the first, the very first uh, run of the XFL in 2001, was it? Um, he said by the end of the year, the football actually got pretty good. 
Well, yeah, you, you got to think so. People gave up on it, so. Yeah, hopefully it'll come out and be all right. And then the USFL will be – the problem, too, is, like, you're going to have these two leagues running simultaneously. Yeah. And I don't know how that's going to work. Like, I don't know if I that can compete for our mind. Long for this, this USFL is long for this world. It's not as – I don't know. I don't know. The mess of how it's run, we'll see. Well, I don't hate the fact that they ran it out of one one site last yeah. year. That like that saves a lot of money when the teams don't have to travel. Yeah, and you keep everybody in this sort of loop. I, that I'm I'm okay with, but it's weird to give them a city name and an identity, and be like, yeah, but you'll never see them. Don't worry about it. You know, ah, we got the Houston blah blah blah. Don't worry about them. You won't ever have to see them, Houston. They'll never be in your town. But at the same time, it saves money, and maybe that's the way that you need to do to get this thing started. All right. Holidays. Let's talk that. How'd it go? How did the, you are, you are, you are, you know, a dad, as you mentioned, you are very busy. You have two, you know, young kids and all that. So Christmas for you, I'm assuming is just a, a mess, like from the end of November on till right now, pretty much like one solid month of just wild running around craziness is that the case yeah more or less like we hosted thanksgiving this year so that made that a little more challenging to get stuff set up but i i was out shopping the friday after thanksgiving so was i classic black friday thing but i you know i don't know i found some stuff and then scattered my shopping over time i think what gets challenging is is the weekend before christmas we do my wife's family's christmas so that wipes out a whole nother weekend and then my parents and sister came to my house for Christmas Eve, Christmas Day. And that was fine. And then now I'm supposed to go to my mom's extended family on Sunday, which right now, I don't know. My sister stayed for seven days. She was here from Christmas Eve till yesterday. And just haven't had a lot of downtime. So I'm like, told my mom, like, I don't think I'm going to go to your extended family for Christmas. And then guilt trip stuff's on. So, you know, fun stuff. Um, <laughs> but like, I haven't got anything done that I thought I was going to be able to get done. Um, because of the extended stay stuff. So um, I put up two Christmas trees this year. Um, I've only done that one other time. And we'll see. The worst part, the reason why I didn't do that more often is I hated taking them both down. Why two? So, uh, one upstairs and one downstairs. I just like the vibe of having it up. And I had one, what, my very first Christmas tree after uh, owning my own place. I didn't have one till like three days before Christmas. Target was selling their display models and they're like, hey, do you want this one? And I was like, for that price? Sure. Loaded it in the truck or the car and got it in. And one bank of all the lights, just one little little section of lights does not come on on the pre-lit tree, but the rest of them do. So it's not easy to notice that. Um, but the trick is, is the base on this one was so wide, it didn't fit upstairs very well. So I found a really nice one at at uh, jc penny of course you know before. of course you don't shop anywhere you're not at uh cheap you're you're out at the big with the big wigs at jc penny 25 bucks but i 25 bucks jesus christ i would never spend that okay go ahead never mind Continue. it's an artificial tree i have it like forever i've had it now for like seven eight years i suppose it's paid for itself people now. go spend a hundred dollars on a real tree and then they go chuck it every year and well those people are psychotic i i don't i don't have time for for that kind of no, stuff like i miss that a little bit we always had a real tree growing up but like the hassle and paying for it like i don't know anyway like yeah i got all both of the trees now are undecorated all the decorations for christmas are down except for the two trees themselves because to put them away 
I have to do a couple more maneuvering things. So, but the trees are still here. Oh, and one little row of lights around my TV downstairs. But yeah, it, it uh, whatever. It's, it got busy. You but, said you hosted uh, Thanksgiving this year. This has actually been a source of. I, I want to ask you about this because this has been a, a source of. I don't want to say contention between the gal and I, yeah. but it is a conversation that her and I have had um, many, many times, and she is been pretty outspoken about it. She, I've been saying like, you know, we bought this house. Uh, we've had, you know, we complain all the time that there are space issues where we go, you know, every time we go to Thanksgiving, it's crowded. We go to Christmas crowded. We're arm to arm in these little tiny rooms and, you know, they're just all, everybody's right up in you. I'm like, you know, we have a little space. We don't have kids. Why don't we just host? Like, we'll just host it and and it'll be fine. We don't even have to cook. We'll just say, you know what? We're opening the house. You cook. Come and cook. We'll open it up. Come on over. We'll just be the venue. And she continues to say, no, absolutely not. I do not want people in, in here. I don't want to have to put the work in. I don't want to have to hide the cats. I don't want to have to do anything like that. And I'm just like, you know, what do you have a house for if you're not willing to host, you know? So I don't know. Is hosting worth it? Is it, is it the great Clark Griswold like feeling of, uh, Oh, this has been my life goal and blah, blah, blah. Is it like that? Or is it, is it overblown, 50, overrated? 50, 50. I mean, there's All an right. advantage that you don't have to travel anywhere. So you're just, you get to stay home, but the amount of cleaning that one would do is a lot. It takes time and making sure that the house looks nice. Um, and then if you have like, uh, people that want to stay an extended time that's hard to like you can't escape that versus if you're someone else's house you can just leave whenever so Ooh. those are the other things too you're like eh. so those are the two balancing acts i think i've got as well but, so if you're hosting you almost have to prepare to be like a hotel as well huh is that at least in your case kinda. yeah well no we don't have any family that lives super close like the nearest people are my parents it's an hour and a half away um her family she doesn't have anyone closer than two hours away so um, people stayed overnight. Well, they do. They her family has a tradition of doing Christmas cookies the day after Thanksgiving. So I knew that was going to be a two day affair, no matter what. Um, <laughs> but then that gate because I like to go shopping on the Friday after, so that gave me an advantage though, because then I got to just go where I want to go. Because if we're at other family, it's too far away from civilization to find a store. Um, so hosting has has value. It has value. I mean, it's just a different kind of work. Either way, it's. There's stress involved no matter what way you decide it. So, Okay. Well, that's uh, something to keep in mind, I guess. Because, you know, you just think like, man, this, I feel like, I don't know, maybe the juice is worth the squeeze on that one. I don't know. Maybe maybe it is. I don't know. I'll have to think of something on that one. Might have to think of something on that. Time to see if it's worth it. But, I, yeah. I will. I'll have to, rep- we'll, we'll monitor that situation. We'll keep an eye on it. Uh, as the kids get older, Christmas, uh, how much... Like, do you still try to go all out? Do you still do the big, do you do the family open gifts together kind of thing? Or do you try to like, ah, I'm not even, I'm not even going to wrap these anymore. Like my parents, I think got to a place where they were like, F it. They know Santa's not real. I don't care if they see the target bag. You just enjoy your stupid gift. You know, <laughs> is that, are we getting to that stage no. yet or no? No, we wrapped everything. We weren't there. Then I'm a gift age. bag guy, by the way. I'm a bag guy. Oh, I am not I, a, a wrap guy. I can wrap like how many presents off one roll of wrapping paper that cost me five bucks versus like a gift bag that's five bucks. Like those Do, go, you go to the Dollar Tree, you get a million of those. What are you yeah, talking about? No, I I don't like. I'm not a gift bag guy. I do it at the last minute, but no, I like I like opening and unwrapping things first. All right. 
Well, okay. Uh, let me ask you this too. Oh, Christmas stuff around this time of year. Last couple of things. I have two notes for you. Is there a movie we can eliminate? Like out of the canon? Can we like kick some movies out of the Christmas canon? And we can't say the Hallmark movies or the uh, the Candace Cameron Burray movies. We can't. We can't. We can't say that because I think they're just stuck forever in their own little world. That like every network under the sun now is doing Hallmark style movies, like CBS had some and then netflix has i'm just like why you don't need i don't need to know that oh she came back into this back to her hometown and the divorced dad of three is hanging out and she's like oh like that oh i remember you in high school sees the divorced dad was like three of them on three different movies yesterday (laughs) it's crazy or the previous Um, wife died and you're like oh man i'm too bad i remember you from high school you were the uh you you were the star quarterback why are you still here oh you know things just don't always work out that's that's every plot that's every beginning of every christmas movie you've ever seen on the hallmark channel yeah, no, come back. Yeah, but it's good for Lacey Chabert. I'm back to help the family business. And, I'm back uh, to, yeah. <laughs> I'm back to help the family business and didn't expect the divorced dad of three to walk into the store. Ooh, look at him. Dad's yeah. hardware store was falling on hard times, so I came back to help it's out. It's some sort of boutique store, isn't it? Like, oh, it's, it, it, that's a, yeah. Although sometimes they like to throw throw a wrench in it and kind of, you know, throw the old uh, gender lens idea in there and be like, you know, hey, Lacey Chabert works at a hardware store now. So yeah. just remember that. Like, like no, she doesn't. Lacey I Chabert hasn't been in a hardware store in her life. Anyway. <laughs> I've watched one Hallmark movie in my life. It was either Hallmark or Lifetime. Um, Christmas movie was uh, Lamorne Morris from New Girl, which I love that show. Yeah. And Tatiana Ali, a.k.a. Ashley from uh, Fresh Prince yeah, of Yeah, ain't nothing wrong with that. No, they were in a movie, and one of them where I was like, well, "Why are these two people in a in a Hallmark movie?" And then, like, <laughs> I just started watching it. I'm like, "All right." I mean, it was a little bit different. They were both living. It's one of those things where they were both living in a different decade, I think it was. And then they would put letters in the mailbox, and then they would find them, like that kind of deal. Yeah, and they were reading the letter from each other, but they could never meet because they were like, one was stuck in the 2000s, and one was stuck in the 2010s or something like that. So it was interesting. It, when TV I, stars I are in those movies. Those actors got me to like stay watching it. If it was anyone else, I don't think I would have. You know, when the TV stars are in it, that doesn't surprise me because again, you just mentioned it. Tatiana Ali, remember her from Fresh Prince of Bel-Air? Yep, that was 25 years ago. Uh, so she needs to be in something if she wants to. It's always weird to me when like a like a big celebrity, like a big star or like a star that seems like they should be bigger than they are is in a Hallmark movie. That's yeah. when I have a tough time. Like, yeah. What the hell's that guy doing in here? Like, what's Chris What's Chris Pine doing in this movie? Uh, not that he's in it, but you know, I no, you I get the care. that you get the vibe on that, and that's just like I don't like that guy shouldn't be here yet. That should be ten more years away before he's in this kind of film. Yeah, yeah. Right, uh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna. This is the this is the Christmas movie we're throwing out. And we're gonna throw this out. Okay. Younger listeners don't. White Christmas needs to go away. Oh, you just did. Did you not hear our peak cinema pod on White Christmas? Oh, I replied to your pod too. Like there is less Christmas in that movie than there is in Die Hard. That's fair. You know, I do. You know, in hindsight, when you said that, we talked about that. There, there is something to be. There's not. Again, the whole idea of choreography, the dance number with Danny Kaye right in the middle, which is one of the worst things I've ever seen. It's an abomination. Yeah. Like, what does this have to do with Christmas? Like, that is fair. Like, does this have anything to do with Christmas at all? That's almost a Hallmark movie in and of itself. Like, they got to help their buddy not lose his hotel. Maybe that will be a new... Like, they should just re repackage that as a Hallmark movie and then see what happens. There's, I was, there's literally 
in that movie, there's literally one Christmas song at the beginning and one at the very end. The last thing they do is a Christmas song. And it's the same After one. Their whole performance to the to the troops who came to support their uh, former whatever, commander general, whatever he was. They do this whole concert and not not even it wasn't even a Christmas concert. The last song was White Christmas. <laughs> That's it. That's why the movie's called White Christmas, because we're going to save a guy's hotel in the Northeast. What about uh see I was gonna my hotel. I was gonna nominate It's a Wonderful Life. Like uh yeah, similar. I, I think like that's there is a if it's I you know, the kids do this to me all the time and it does drive me crazy, but in this case it's kinda true. If it's in black and white, we can't show it anymore. It's out. Yeah, you uh, can't you can't um, do it. The only reason why I say this only with Christmas, here's why I say this. Christmas this is why white Christmas works. We talked about this on the podcast that like it's in color. Like it's Christmas. Christmas is about, you know, festive, you know, the reds and all of that. You got to have all the color. If you don't have the color, you can't do it. It's out. And, you know, and if it's a Christmas movie, like, and they would have taken advantage of all that color, they got more reds and greens in there than just at the very end. Yep. Anyway, I agree with you. Completely um, agree. Uh, it's a wonderful life is in the same, like the movie, the storyline in and of itself is good. Um, but none of it's Christmas till like the last fifth of the movie. Like the last 20 minutes are Christmas. Nothing else is. I, I so I, I think we should also, uh, maybe we have to reevaluate Die Hard again too, but no, I think Die Hard's got way more Christmas in it. Yeah. I, I kind of want to go back and watch Die Hard again, just to see how much Christmas is in it. Uh, Wonderful Life might have a little more Christmas than Die Hard, but like then when you have that dumb debate about whether Die Hard's a Christmas movie or not, like it's a wonderful life and white Christmas are both, Right in the same boat with barely any Christmas in there. Mm, yep, that's it. So, one con- closed, we win. Yeah. <laughs> one conversation that came up, I think you and I talked about this, was uh, Christmas TV shows. Like yeah. episodes, Christmas episodes of TV yeah. shows. And it's so weird because I feel like every TV show makes a Christmas episode every year, every couple of years, whatever. Yeah. And it's weird because when the show is done... I feel like that Christmas episode sort of just goes away. Like it doesn't get replayed in, unless it's in syndication, but you, you, you can, you'll get the Christmas episode in July, you know, because yeah. they just run episodes in syndication. They don't really care about season. Yeah. Um, there's gotta be a market. I think to just play the one singular Christmas episodes or singular Christmas episodes of old TV shows for like a week straight on the network channels. Like if the network channels did that and just said, screw that, we're doing this of all of our classic shows. I got to think there'd be people who would watch that. Don't you think my cable company ditched this one, but uh, I ditched this channel, but the antenna TV, all the old sitcoms they would show from the eighties, they would do, I don't know if it was Christmas Eve or Christmas day. They would show back to back Christmas episodes of the shows they had on. So you'd see Christmas episodes of different strokes and silver spoons and those would all be on like Christmas day family ties. Now, like the other channels that rerun those shows, I have not seen that. Um, uh, Paramount plus does it where they've had a block off of like Christmas episodes of your favorite sitcoms of yesteryear. That's how I got into that one wings one. My brother was reminding me and I watched that. The wings <laughs> one is just fantastic. You got to get out and see it. I, I have to. Oh, yeah, you're right. The big wings crowd here. Big wings crowd. I went in and did some looking on like the classic Christmas episodes. And it's so weird. Like everybody's so short sighted. They forget about everything. And that's why I thought you'd help me out here because you're kind of a TV guy. Yeah. Here's what they had as the 
Uh, best Christmas episodes from great TV shows. Superstore from season three. Okay. I, which I think is a great I've, show. I've never, I've only seen a few episodes of that. I, still yep. have time to watch I think Superstore is a really good show. The West Wing, uh, their first one from season one. Full House from season two. I'm sure I saw it when I was a kid. I haven't, like, I watched, I think, all of the run of Full House when it was originally on. I haven't watched it since, though. This Is Us. Community. Uh, I don't remember the Community one. I watched, like, the first four seasons of that. Season three, episode 10 is what it is, I guess. I dig for it. Yeah, there you go. New Girl. Oh. Under season six. Season yeah, season six, six episode uh, called Christmas Eve Eve is what that is. Okay. Family Matters. Yeah, season five of Family Matters. Uh, Heart of Dixie, a uh, show I've never seen. Uh, oh, so there you go. Uh, Gil- CW back in the day. Yeah, your favorite show, The Gilmore Girls. Yeah, no. Uh, 30 Rock. Oh, I like 30 Rock. From season two. Friends from season seven. Okay. The OC. <laughs> no, no, never seen an OC. From season one. Nobody watched that. Give me a goddamn break. What's that doing? Any countdown? Stop it. The Office from season two. Oh, yeah. Downton Abbey. It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Okay. The Festivus episode from Seinfeld. Okay. Is that technically Christmas, though? I, anyway, see, I don't think talking. it is. I, I mean, it's funny, but I don't know if you can. Hey, Arnold from uh, season one. Okay. Uh, and the Simpsons, the first ever episode, season one, episode oh, one. Yeah, they're very. First but they miss out on like. I thought Ted Lasso had a really good one. Oh yeah, they did. Uh, I thought all the my dad's favorites are still all the old Home Improvements. Like there's okay. like seven years of Home Improvement Christmas episodes that my old man would say, "Why don't they just slap all of those together and make that into one film?" I'd go watch that. Just throw all seven of them into one two and a half hour deal, and I'll be there. And then Tim Allen becomes Santa Claus, and then you know you translate right into that, and you're set. Then you're all set. Yeah, it's a whole night of uh, of Tim Allen stuff. It, yeah. It'll be it'll be perfect. Uh, Christmas with the cranks too. He's in that one apparently. What are some What are some episodes uh, that are not on this list that you're like, <laughs> yeah, that's the I watch those every year. Like I pop my my box set in because you're a box set guy. You have a yeah. lot of them. Um, yep. you pop, do you pop the box at Christmas episodes in? Uh, I did a couple yesterday or did I, I don't remember. I didn't get to watch them all at Christmas. So I ended up watching a couple, a couple of days after, but the ones I make sure I, I try to get in the wings one I was talking about, <laughs> Joe, <Jesus. laughs> we had nine seasons, but who's counting? Um, who's counting? No, you are counting because you are obsessed with wings. It's, like, abs- it, it's absurd. Obviously did, it obviously did it well enough that it lasted that long. Yeah. Um, like Caroline in the city. I don't remember what season it is, but Joe cannot let go of the fact that the movie rental place charged him a rewind fee on his cassette. That's how old this movie is. He can't get over it. So he goes in to complain. He like cuts the line because everyone's trying to rent Christmas movies, cuts the line. And then the lady who's in charge of rewinding the tapes is like some poor 90 year old woman. And she comes up and goes, Oh, did I make that mistake? And then the kid who's the manager fires her because she made, she's like, well, he says you did. So you must have, it's your last mistake. You're fired. Then Joe finds out she's in the hospital. And then with all of her family surrounding, he feels terribly guilty. So he walks in um, and didn't realize he thought she was a lonely old woman. Didn't realize there was going to be like 15 family members in the hospital room. So he's about to leave. And they're like, Oh, you must be a friend of mom's. And they, of course they make it more uncomfortable. Like, 
she'd be so happy if you were here. And he's like, I don't know if that's true. (laughs) So they like force him to talk to her. And so he does. And then she comes to and starts to wake up. And Joe had already slipped out of the room because he didn't want her to see him. And they're like, your friend Joe. And they're like, can't find him. And then they're like, it's a miracle. Then they thought Joe was an angel. It was (laughs) okay. All right. Absolutely beautiful. You've got to watch. I mean, I'll watch. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll get together and do like a a pod watch of a wings, uh, of the wings Christmas episode. We should. And yeah. uh, Facts of life has, they, they also had nine seasons. What a surprise that you would pick the facts of life. Episodes out of those nine seasons. The first one is by far the best where, uh, Joe, supposed to be with her mom in Florida for Christmas, but her mom of course backs out on her. And so she's just going to stay with Mrs. Garrett when everyone else has plans. And then, uh, Blair runs this scam with Tootie to have Joe win this fake lottery or no fake raffle. That's a plane ticket to Miami so she can get down to see her mom. And Joe won't accept charity from friends or anyone. She's like, no, like just cause I don't have the money you have. Doesn't mean you can just like throw it in my, that kind of thing, throw it in my face. Aha. So Joe, uh, always tough, tough to the end. Oh no. But at the end, this is where it gets me. It's just Mrs. Garrett and Joe are the last people left in the house. And they're just going to hang out for Christmas. Then Blair decides she doesn't want to go on her ski trip because she wants, she'd rather be with Joe and Mrs. Garrett. And she sneaks in at the end. And then the first time I watched it, like since Jesus guy. Yeah. It's going to say today, they all climbed into the same bed together and spooned. And it was just a lovely experience. Possibly at the end. And then the other episodes of Christmas and, and, and facts life are not, uh, not, not, not good. Um, Not good. What was the other? Oh, my two dads. The other one I told you about. (laughs) (laughs) That that show only had, only had three seasons. (laughs) Not nearly the, but you know, the great Paul Reiser is in it. Yeah. I was going to say the great Paul Reiser's in it. Of course. Anyway. Um, the episode I was looking for was the one where Joe, the artist wanted to hang, he hangs the Christmas tree upside down. Um, so that's what I'm gaming for this last week. And then I forgot about the first Christmas episode. If you don't know the concept of the show, Nicole Bradford's mom had died and the two guys she cared for the most in the world. She let them raise her kid after she had died. So the two guys are super excited. It's their first Christmas with Nicole, but she doesn't want anything to do with Christmas because they had forgotten. It's also her first Christmas without her mom. Mm. So you deal with that like whole issue. And then uh, they have Joey has to be a Santa Claus down at the cafe downstairs. Cause you know, you can only build so many sets apparently. Um, and this little <laughs> girl talks about how her parents are gone and like, she's sad about it. And then I'm sitting there going like, Oh my gosh, they're like, this is a heavy episode of just, yeah, it was one, it was a very special yeah. episode of my oh, two dads. Do you know that? Did you know Dick Butkus started in seasons one and two of my two dads? I did not know oh, that the cafe downstairs called. Boy, how did how did that not work out with him in there? You know, you uh, he with, wasn't with, in season three, which I don't know if he left or if they just didn't have the budget to pay him anymore. I don't with know his acting chops, how does that not work? I, I'm just well, gonna say, you know, you should give it a chance. He's actually quite funny. In it's it. kind of like Saved by the Bell, the college years, when Bob Golick is in there as the dorm guy, and you're like, how does that not work? I mean, yeah. come on, man, this has got to be a winner. I don't know if there's a Saved by the Bell Christmas episode. Um, I don't know if there is either. Here, here's the one. This is this is from Cartoonland. My brother and I years ago were watching or flipping through, and we see on Boomerang Network this old '80s cartoon about Pac-Man. Mm. It's Christmas comes to Pac-Land. Oh and god! My brother and I made a kind of a tradition every year to try to find that episode. So then I ended up buying the uh, season two DVD of the old Pac-Man series just for that dumb episode. And I had no idea that even existed. Every year. 
Yeah, it's I, not. Uh, you're a little younger than me. No, that's not by that Saturday. much. I should know that. It was a Saturday morning cartoon show. I think it ran only for two seasons. It was a Hanna Barbera produced thing. The same people that gave us like Yogi Bear and the Flintstones. Um, but yeah, yeah it's uh, Santa Claus ends up in Packland. He doesn't even know Packland exists because Santa's the only human being there. And then he's got to explain them all about Christmas and I don't know. <laughs> uh, that one's a harder one for me to explain so i got that one in i feel like it's already it's if you have to if you have to spend that much time explaining it it's probably not uh no i took probably not to explain work. the uh the wings episode but that that's one true came off as entertaining so, yeah i usually try to watch all family ties episode too but i didn't get to one this year so i don't remember those off the top of my head that well um for a christmas episode Maybe we'll have to actually build like a pyramid for next year, a pyramid of TV show Christmas episodes from like, you know, bottom to the top, you know, and figure out where the hierarchy is in Christmas yeah. episodes and go from there. Wasn't there a Cheers one in the Diane years, if I remember right, where it was either uh, Sam or Diane's family had sold their old family home or the parents did. And they kept going, they kept asking the family that owned the house if they could come back there for ho- to do use their house to host holidays i'm pretty sure there's a christmas episode of that yeah that one doesn't sound familiar to me maybe i'd be i remember I, it and then that family's like um do you yeah they started to get frustrated and they're like maybe we shouldn't just keep like like they bought the house now maybe we should let them own it rather than beg them to like let us come back to host holidays here so we'll keep we're gonna monitor that and we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna put a pin in that we're gonna start working on this hierarchy i think this is a good idea I think we should oh. uh, start to piece you know, I also this together. Didn't play well, about the uh, He-Man She-Ra Christmas episode. I got that in this. Year. Oh, how the hell did you? How do you miss that? You should lead with that. What are you doing? No, You're burying I, the lead. You no, know, that show was uh, still not not good. <laughs> um, the animation's bad. The 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 storylines themselves aren't necessarily bad, but the dialogue is bad, and and they end up on uh, Orko accidentally gets in this new invention from Man at Arms that takes him to Earth where these two kids like teach him about Christmas. But then when, the, when they have to get warm, they go hide in this rocket ship. Man at arms summons it back to Eternia. So now these two earth kids are trapped on. What is Eternia. happening here? Like I and then, just. And is... then Skeletor, you guys, everyone knows who Skeletor is. Um, Skeletor gets eaten up by the Christmas spirit. And he's supposed to give these kids over to the Horde Prime. What on and, earth uh, is happening here? What is going on? Uh, no, this is off the charts yes, ridiculous. Skeletor gets the spirit of Christmas and he prevents Horde Prime from taking the kids away. And he helps them. And he's like, no, what is happening to me? I'm not nice. I'm not this. And But he was nice. And, eh, you know. You yeah. just spoke a language that I totally forgot. I don't. I, it's kind of like I, I learned it once and then I forgot it. And now I can't relearn it. It's uh, That was unbelievable. He that was impressive. That was really good. All right. Yeah, my mom, my mind is, my mind's dumb. Anyway. It's not dumb. It's not dumb. It's not dumb. But we do have to do this, though, because this helps us get back on track. (laughs) All right. Let's do a quick uh, transitional piece here. Hey, um, there's, can I, are you a handyman around the house? I mean, you got the two kids. Basic things, but no. I, I, no. If I set my mind to it, I can do some things. I feel like I just did my first basic handyman thing and, I can see what I can see the attraction in it for like dudes. Like I can see a why gals are attracted to guys who can do it, but I can also see why guys do it because they're kind of like, yeah, yeah. I did. What, I did some. Do? I did manly stuff. I unclogged the manly, sink. I unclogged. What? I unclogged the sink. Yeah. So here's what happened. My gals sink upstairs you know, just occasionally gets clogged, and my gals try to do the Drano thing and try to do all that stuff. 
So over the break, I just said, you know what? I'm going to fix that for you, dear. Don't worry about it. I got it. So I make my first trip to a hardware store. Uh, I'm like Lacey Chabert. I don't go in these things very often. Uh, I walk in the hardware store. And first of all, great kid working behind the counter. Great kid. And uh, But you, you could not have hit the stereotype like perfect. You start to say to yourself, uh, what do you see here when you think about hardware store workers? Well, let's see, 19 years old. All right, check. Uh, flannel shirt. Okay, check. Uh, blue jeans. Okay, check. Uh, red wing boots. Okay, check. Uh, trucker's hat. Okay, that's usually optional, but in this case, yes, check. So he has hit the hit it completely, right? And oh, and long hair, not quite mullet, but not but not short, not high and tight. Right. So he's hit it all right. Check all the way across the board. And he goes, you look, and of course, great. He could be a detective. He, he, he's like, you look lost. I'm like, I am cowboy. I am. I, I've never, I don't go know my way around. He's like, what do you need? I'm like, clog sink. Mm. Mm. Hair. Yes. You sure? Pretty sure. Bathroom or kitchen? Bathroom. Wife's bathroom. Yes. And it's probably hair. I'm like, yeah, good. Thank you. Uh, what do you got for me? He's like, I got just the thing. Come over here now. And he walks over, hands me this little $4 part. And he goes, use this. It'll fix. And I'm like, really? That's it? He's like, yep, just do that. Or come back here and we'll give you something much stronger. And I'm like, wow. You know what I like about this guy, though? No upsell. He never once tried to upsell me something else. He never once looked at me and said, here, get the most expensive thing. Hey, let me add you another thing, a Drano. Hey, let me do this, that, or the other thing. It was just, this is what you need. Have a great day. And I'm like, you know, I could I could stand to use more of that in other places. Like, I'm here for my one thing. Help me get my one thing. And then send me home. Like, I love that. I didn't, he knew I didn't want to be in there no hour and a half looking at different things. He knew I gave a shit about doorknobs and screws and various other things. He just, he sold me my $4 piece and I left. And then I went home and uh, used this little contraption, called it the hair snare. The hair snare. It's a little plastic thing. It worked great. Unclogged the sink immediately. And I felt like... I did something big that day. Like I really did. Like I called my wife. I was like, sinks fixed. What's up now? You know, like I, like, like I had just conquered Rome or something like that. Like I know that it's not a huge deal in the grand scheme, but I can see now just in a little thing, like here's why dudes fix stuff. What a great feeling of accomplishment that gives you. Yeah. I no, thought I'd I'm with you. I drive all the room. I, that was I drive all the laundry room. I was like, I'm just gonna try it, and I kept watching the little videos from Lowe's, and I did it, and it turned out fine. So, well, there you go. Yeah. When you try, you drywalled the whole room. Yeah. Drywalled did everything. Got all the way to the paint. Yeah. And the then nine months was, later, you had another child. Was that kind of how that worked? Because uh, it, it was so was, you were in such no. demand that night. No. Uh, no. The the. Uh, the fun part was is though, you know, if I would have hired someone to do it, they could have done it like two hours, whereas it probably took me like ten with <laughs> starts and stops, but it's all right. Hey, you did it though. I did it. You know, as I get older, I feel like I have to learn how to do a few more handy things. Like I'm not a handyman at all. No, I wish I knew more stuff, but 
I do. I, it, it makes me mad. Like my old man's like, he's 65 and I feel like the guy can do, it's an old generation, Derek. It's not our generation. It kind of no. died with us. But like my dad might be the last generation of dudes that could just like, yeah, I'll just, I'll, I can do anything. I can drive a manual transmission car. I can fix a bathroom, do plumbing, do auto repair, do home repair. You name it, I can do it. I have a couple of family members that are, like I have a cousin who's in his 20s, I think, maybe early 30s. He can still do stuff. Well, it just, yeah, I don't know. My dad wasn't the most, my dad could do all of it, but he wasn't the most patient teacher with it. So I never picked it up. That's my old man when it came to manual transmissions. Yeah. He wasn't very patient. Therefore, I will always drive automatics forever. You'll yeah. never see me in wow. a manual transmission. Screw you, dad. It's not Five happening. Five years, you'll never see anyone in one anyway, because there won't be any. Oh, you think so? There's Somebody will always want a manual, won't they? Barely any models that do it now. That's true. Yeah, pass on that. Hey, yeah. I just saw the weather report for Monday, Tuesday. Did you see it? Uh, no. It's not looking good, bro. We're supposed to have stormies on Tuesday? A lot of snow, Monday night into Tuesday. They're talking one to three during the day on Monday, three to five overnight Monday night, and another one to three Tuesday morning. Your impressions? Um, well, it's hard to say because uh, where we work, sometimes they close, sometimes they don't. I, I don't know. And I think they're going to be really, I think they probably got picked on for closing right before the holiday break. I think that was the right decision because you can only go by what the forecast says. Yeah. But probably could have gone. Like that day, like the morning, uh, it would have been hard to get out of my driveway, that part, because my yeah. driveway was messed up. But I, that might have been more of a difficult part than anything else. But And it was cold. It was close to negative 30. I know it's not the benchmark they try to reach for, but. Yeah, I'm sure we could have probably we could have done school that day, but whatever. You can't win them all. It's been one of the snowier starts to a winter, hasn't? I feel like it's yeah. snowing a lot. Yeah, no, it totally has. There's been so many days where it's been snowing like crazy. I think my cousin had said, like, whoever is singing, let it snow, let it snow. Please stop. Yeah, stop singing. No more yeah. singing. Yeah, there's. I decided I this a, though. I had a photo pop up from uh, 2020, the year we couldn't really go anywhere anyway. But like, it didn't snow. It snowed in October, and then it all melted away, and then it didn't snow again until December 23rd. That's right. And yeah. I woke up that morning, and my grass was green on the morning of December 23rd. That's right. Yeah, we, I remember that. Yeah, I was, I was... For a green Christmas. I'm like, we're two days away. Come on, we can make it. And then we we didn't make it. But it's been a little bit hit and miss whether you'd have snow in December or not here the last five ten years. It hasn't always been a guarantee a that we would have. And we've had a lot of snow, a lot of snow already this year. Not Buffalo, New York, but certainly quite a bit yeah. uh, for what we're used to. And if we get another eight, nine inches here to start the next, it's like, man, we're piling it up here. But, yeah. um, oh, well, I, I'll, I'll try to deal with it. But what I've realized is this. I can deal with all the snow. I really can. I can deal with all of it. That cold snap we got last week, I'm too old for it. That I can't yeah. do anymore. I've decided that I'm out on the snow or out on the cold, out on the yeah. cold. So I'm, I'm, yeah, I've got a trick foot that whenever it gets super cold, like it hurts to walk. So that's fun. As in you can turn it around and do different things with it. Like it can face the opposite direction. It's like a clown. I wish it was that. That'd be cooler. Cause then I could make some money on the carnival circuit. But, well, uh, yeah, that would be no, not that. <laughs> not that. Um, couple last minute things here for you today. Uh, I just finished Wednesday. I don't watch a lot of TV shows. I don't, I don't binge watch a lot of things. I know you watch way more TV than me. Yeah. I just finished that one though. Um, she's great. The show is just okay. What do you think? Uh, my 10 year, I've not watched it. My 10 year old and my wife love that show. 
She is really good. Like she's yeah. exceptional. She's a very, very good Wednesday. Yeah, you might want to watch it just because she's very, very good. Like she wow. encapsulates the character, I think, really well. Tim Burton just it's just he's like he's like a chef that's like too heavy on the salt all the time. Like he just over seasons all the stuff he does. Like nothing can ever just be perfectly, you know, it's always just ah little little much, little much on the pepper, little much on the salt. Back it off. It's your guy Tim Burton. Yesterday I watched that uh, documentary on Netflix about the kid who tried to get the Harrier jet out of Pepsi. I need to watch that. Is that good? good? Is that good? Yeah, it's, it's really good. It hooked me in. I watched all four episodes in a row as I was taking down Christmas decorations. It's good. Do you remember? You remember that campaign, right? I remember that I remember commercial. Campaign. I remember the commercial. I don't remember that the kid did that. I don't remember the kid. I don't remember the kid doing no. that, but I remember the ad. Yeah, but I do remember the Simpsons parodied it too after I saw it when uh, Bart uh, won the radio contest and the three prizes were two real prizes and an elephant. And he kept saying, nope, I want the elephant. And the DJs were like, "Uh, (laughs) that was a gag. We don't really have. And then, nope, I want the elephant. And the parents were like, take the money. And he refused. He wanted the elephant. I was like, oh, that's totally a parody of this. Um, No, it was interesting. uh, The amount of like thought he had into it. it helped him that he had a friend who was a, really successful business owner with a lot of money that he brought the idea to him and the guy made him write a business plan, like of how, what it would look like and how to pull it off. And it was really cool. I am going to have to watch that one. Minnesota. There's a really brief Minnesota angle in it too. Well, then I have to watch it. You know how that works. Yeah. 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 I got to do that. Um, so I finished Wednesday. I've also, it's been weird. The holiday break has brought this to me. I don't know if you've done this. I've watched a lot of, off the grid living videos on YouTube. Apparently that's, there's a big groundswell of people who just video blog. their living off the grid life. Like uh, whether they're living, they hollowed out a, a old school bus or they hollow out uh, an airplane. I saw in one case, a guy hollowed out an airplane uh, and lives in the woods guy, you know, log cabin living. And I'm just like, first of all, I don't want to do this. Like no. none, but why I'm, but I'm fascinated by it. And so I've been watching a lot of these off the grid things and I'm just like, part of me wonders if they've got it figured out. Like that's the right move. Yep. Just avoid all of the chaos, all of the stuff and go live in the woods somewhere. I, I'm there, I'm envious and jealous at the same time. I know I can't do it, but yeah. well, I'm fascinated by it. Part of me is thinking too, like if they're video recording themselves, they're not entirely off the grid. That's fair too. <laughs> Maybe it's the more nomadic life, right? I should be yeah. thinking they're more yeah. nomads. They're not settled in one place. They're constantly yeah. moving. Yeah. You think when you retire, no. these are people in their prime doing this. Like these are people in their 20s and 30s yeah. who are living the nomad life. Nope, I can't do it. You're not going to pile into the RV when you retire and just be like, you know, the kids are gone. They've moved out. They're going to college. Uh, they're living their own life somewhere else. Wife and I are going to jump in the RV and we're just going to travel around the United States. Is that something that's not, you can't be talked into it? Nope. Maybe take a summer and follow uh, follow a rock concert show or something or follow a sports nope. team or. I could see like living in a certain space in the summer, uh, like a few winter months, like January through March. Ooh, a yeah, snowbird I, life. I be, oh, God. Yeah, I wouldn't be able to travel. My wife wants to <laughs> snowbird. I just told her though, I don't want to, um, I, don't, I want to stay here for Christmas, and then after that, we can go. I don't care. No, I'd make him come to me. 
screw that. I'd be like, nah, you know what we're going to do, guys? Christmas in Texas. Come on down. I'll yeah. see you there. Thank you, everybody. Come on down. Christmas <laughs> in California. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. I, I'm yeah, in on the snowbird thing. I, we have one mutual friend who's Christmas. I think he's in Cabo. He Christmas in Cabo somewhere in Mexico. I'm contemplating taking a trip every Christmas now. Like I'm getting to that place where I'm like, you know, maybe we can get up out of here for the weekend. Yeah, you know, make sure you fly Southwest so you get there on time. Oh, that seems like it's going really well for Southwest. Whoa, what we need are, don't we think we need some more airlines? Uh, we need more airlines is what we need. Don't you think? Yeah, that's hard. I mean, that. I don't disagree with that, but that'd be a hard market to crack into. And like the major carriers seem to mostly do fine. It's the ones that have the quote discount title that seem to do this kind of stuff. Should we fly private? What if we flew private, like chartered everything? Like you and I just decided, you know, F it. We're going to pay the extra money. We're going to fly out of smaller airports on jets and we're just going to wherever we want to go quietly. And it's not even going to be a thing anymore. Seems spendy, but. Seems spendy, but I bet you it's better. I'll bet you it's good. I'm sure it's better. (laughs) Just hit the lottery and buy a little private jet with my own pilot. And then I only fly like twice a year anyway. And it'd be like, just just stay there on standby. Thanks. It's our last podcast of the the 2022 uh, heading into uh, 2023. So final thoughts on 2022 as we head out. (laughs) What a year. It flew by so fast. I don't remember any of it. I don't know. No, 2022 is fine. Like it feels like most things were mostly back to normal. Like everything, I think everything felt more back to normal all year in 2022. Uh, Final thoughts. Like, geez, Louise, that's a, that's a big question. Uh, WWE is better with triple H at the helm. Yes. Um, I don't know what the Minnesota twins are doing a free agency, but I also don't pay super close attention anymore. So I'm a bad expert in that area. The Minnesota Vikings are playing much better than I ever would have imagined that they should be doing. And uh, the, uh, and Rudy Gobert trade has been an epic disaster. Will you? Will we acknowledge that? Yeah, so far it doesn't look good. Either way, though, like it's still not solving the rebounding problems they had last year. Yeah, they still can't play defense and they still can't stop anybody. I thought that was the whole point. Yeah, the fun stat, too, I just saw is their current record now. It's their, what, 16 and 19 is their exact record this time a year ago. And then they started to turn it around. I'm not totally seeing the turnaround. I do think now that uh, Jared Vanderbilt was probably, and I know, I know Pat Bev, but Jared Vanderbilt was probably an engine that helped make the whole thing go to that gets left out of that. And uh, I don't know. They Can we make a trade? Yeah, let's get a trade. Let's call it all back. Like, hey, Pat Bev, let's come on back. Like, uh, let's uh, let's there's get no the troops Utah, rallied. There's no way Utah's given us four draft picks back. But no, that's not happening. Bev, I heard the Lakers are interested in trading away pat bev but i don't know how good his year is now who cares call him tomorrow we'll take him we'll take him right now yeah for rudy gobert Gobert. (laughs) we can't rebound anyway so who the hell cares Uh, i am worried that rudy's on the downslide of his career but i will give kudos to rudy he bought 50 dollars gift cards i think to target for every staff member at target center that's very nice oh that was cool well there you go rudy i take it all back we're glad you're here thank you for your philanthropic work you can be a nice person who's struggling at your profession. That happens. Yeah, you can be. I'd, some would say that's been me for the last six years. Seven years, but you know. Wow. Oh, wow. Now stop. Okay. Good luck in your fantasy football championship, Dr. Derek. I, pre- I want you to win really badly, and I want to deliver that belt to you. Thanks. And we're going to do Top Rope Radio in 2023. 
Uh, Dr. Derek is already thinking of our first pay-per-view that we are going to rewatch and review for your listening pleasure. Happy New Year to everybody who's uh, listened to the podcast this year. We really appreciate you. I appreciate you. Uh, hope you uh, have a fun evening out and about on the town tonight. Apparently, every bowling alley is full. My wife tried to check that earlier today. You can't get on a bowling alley anywhere. Go figure. Apparently, bowling and New Year's go together. So there's that. But hey, take care of yourselves tonight. I don't know, Derek. You tell me. I, I can't figure it out, but that seems I'm to be I'm going to a thing. Timberwolves game tonight, so we'll see how that goes. Well, let me know how Rudy Gobert plays. Uh, so that'll be that. So that's Happy New Year, everybody. I will see you back here in 2023 with more football, with more Derek, with more Ty, with more everybody. Take care of yourselves. Until next time, for Derek, this is Tim saying keep your head up, and we will see you. You take the good, you take the bad, you take them both, and there you have them. Facts of the life, facts of the facts of life. But when's the time you got to go and show you're growing? Now you know about the facts of life.